This show is very not safe for work. The works being read do not represent the views of the hosts or guests. This show is a roast and should not be taken seriously. I had a bird's eye view of her lover's cock ramming in and out of her cunt. So first of all, wouldn't that be like 200 feet in the air? Second of all, why is a bird watching the cock? Not necessarily 200 feet in the air, but you know. He came quickly this time, but his orgasm seemed to last a long time. Wow. Bro. Oh, God, he says bro when he ejaculates. That's great. Uh, that No, no, he goes Connie Don. Oh, that's... Ah. That's whoa. That's gnarly, bro. That's so whoa, 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 Damn whoa. it, damn it. I knew I needed to get my lawnmower fixed. Listen to this thing. It just won't even start. <laughs> that's all. That's all. That's all. That's all. What? You asked me to be your comedy partner, and I obliged. And I wouldn't trade a single day. Well, maybe one. Maybe I would just want to see what it's like, Jonathan. Yes? <laughs> you can hear the smile on his face. <laughs> Every time I try to make a joke with somebody else now, David's just going to go, That's all. That's all. Last time on Friday Night Fan Fiction. Glad you can make it down here, Detective. We could really use her assistance on this one. Jeez, is that the body? Holy Christmas, what happened to him? You're supposed to tell us. You're the detective. That's the third one this month. We gotta find this creep before they strike again. Based on the compound fractures, the shattered cartilage around the wrist, the severe head trauma, it looks like they were forced to read bad fanfiction until their bodies revolted and destroyed them from the inside out. Sir, we also found this near the body. Why would there be a cassette recorder here? The sick bastard. The suspect must have been recording it for their own enjoyment. And it seems they wanted us to hear something, too. Well, let's give it a listen. Should we really do that? I've seen horror movies that started this way. I've also seen hentai that started this way. Hello, Mr. Police Cop Smallman. If you have hopes to find me and stop me, you will have to play my game. Each week I will send you the worst fanfiction I can find. You must read it and survive, or the bodies will keep coming. Please help me! He's already made me read more stories! I don't think Damn, how did he know my name was Police Cops Lawman? <laughs> Sir, why did the power just go out? Oh god, I just got hit with some paper. <laughs> it couldn't be. It can't be. Your mind and body can't possibly be ready for the thrilling conclusion of Friday Night Fan Fiction. Brought to you by Night Horse Media. Director, Grand Monat. Executive Producer, Corporate Steve. It's everyone's just wanting a shit post. Everybody shit post, shit post, shit post, shit post, post. Everybody shit post. Deleted so fast. Yeah. Deleted so fast. Wait, what? What was deleted? The Homer picture. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not getting the show started until people stop 
doing that image. No. Well, you no. can't stop us from emoting it. Yeah. I absolutely can. I will ban every person who emotes that. Also, please stop posting the Lachaim picture of me. <laughs> Post the Lachaim picture. <laughs> I already did. <laughs> Too late. That's enough out of all of you. If you don't stop it, we're not going to read cumeating.txt. Oh, come Aww. on. Come on, Keep let's posting. read cumeating. <laughs> Logan, turn your gain down a tiny bit, sir. Okay. Steve, we've been over this. <laughs> you don't actually know what that word means because you use it wrong all the time. No, th- there is such a thing as gain on your focus right at this point. You need to actually turn the knob down. Just a tiny bit. Just it's a... already turned down. Really oh. pinching that knob. Well, now, really now it is it. completely down, and I cannot hear you at all. Guys, 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 guys. <laughs> Steve just wants you to touch the knob. <laughs> <laughs> Can you stop? <laughs> it's easier to list the number of the words in English language that aren't metaphors for penis. Uh, five. Metaphor. No, me- metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong word. I get mixed up sometimes. This is Friday Night Fan Fiction. I'm Steve-O. Joining me tonight, as usual, are David, Logan, Valerie, Sean, and our guests tonight are Salix and Gorgeous. Good evening. Hi. Hi. Evening. I know at least one of you is being chased by a hurricane. What about the other one? I'm sitting comfy in Canada right now. <laughs> oh. Well, fuck you. <laughs> the worst thing Canada has is, like, polar vortexes, so he's fine. Or, you know... Fires. David, can you get in front of the fucking microphone, please? I am in front of the microphone. Oh, it turned a little bit. That's what's going on. <laughs> Look, there's the, it's got this little swivel on it, and when I when I push the microphone back into the off position, the swivel is pointed the wrong way. You can't get mad at me. We can and will get mad at you. Yeah. You gotta turn the knob the right way. I was technically in front of the microphone. You just didn't know which position the microphone it is in. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, we're professionals. <laughs> All right, my immortal has completely ruined David at this point. If I could talk about some bad times, <laughs> I'd say that that was a real bad, bad time. time. <laughs> hey. But the good news is all the editing is done. The seven it ended up being seven and a half hours straight. It's done. I'm happy. Yeah. And we're only gonna have to re-record it two more Yay! times when we change networks again. Yeah. <laughs> Why would we change networks off of our own network? Logan, don't ask how. It just will happen. We'll get bought out by fucking Microsoft or some shit. We'll be bought out by Amazon. They're buying everything else. What is there to buy? No, Elon Musk will buy us. Elon Musk just shows up with a joint in hand and says, You got bad dragon dildos? Oh, God. I'm like, we don't, but maybe you can make it happen. I'm not sure how that man has become a walking parody of himself in the past, like, month. Right. Like, I'm not even sure what he's parodying. He just exists. This is what happens when you worship tech giants like they're the second coming of Christ. They'll betray you because they'll get stupid about money and they'll just be like, whatever, I can fucking buy out my shares and make the company private. And then the SEC is like, uh... About that, maybe you don't actually have the $84 billion that you're supposed to have for this. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I guess I don't. I'm just going to go on a show and smoke a joint. And then the Air Force is like, ah, fuck, really? Come on, man. Like, (laughs) we can't do anything with you if you're smoking joints, dude. What about the Space Force? What what can they do? The only thing the Space Force is going to do is not exist because it's just not going to happen. I mean, didn't you hear? They accepted our proposal for the Association of Funeral Strippers. Oh, hell yeah. Sweet. We're in charge of that, right? in Japan, so. Oh, wait. Does that mean we're not allowed to do the joints anymore either because the Air Force won't allow us to have funeral strippers if we do? (laughs) If there 
there was a division of funeral strippers, do you think they would allow pot? No. Uh, probably not. I would imagine, depending on the clientele, may be necessary. Nah, they'd be more into the coke. Mm. They gotta stay up for those midnight funerals. Yeah, you can't ban coke. Politicians like coke. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they love it. I mean, maybe for foreign dignitaries, you gotta go a little safe. Oh, for foreign dignitaries, you do that weird, like, Brazilian tea that makes you hallucinate. (laughs) (laughs) You talking about ayahuasca? Whatever it is, I don't fucking know. So tonight we're going to be reading Sonic's Ultimate Harem by Little Sonic. It's 1,475,812 words. No, we're reading ComeEating.txt. Yeah. You're overriding my request to read a story we'll never get done? (laughs) No, you are just lying. (laughs) You're not telling the truth. We're actually just reading cumeating.txt. Well, I mean, we're going to be reading more than just that. But yes, we will be reading cumeating.txt. But does it even exist? We're going to get to the end of the story and then we're just going to read it again. No! There's cumeating.txt. And tonight we're starting with me being refereed by... You know, I'm actually going to take this entire season and just not choose a referee at all. (laughs) It's okay. I'll referee you. I'm just gonna minimize the shame bucket because i can't look at any more deep fried meme gifts i just can't do it deep memes it's the memes from the deep deep memes come eating husband by sub one one or subone i like subone better Mm. man the pokemon names got really weird address withheld three asterisks a husband becomes his wife's and her lover's cum-sucking handmaiden to service them whenever the mood struck them to use him mmf I'm sorry. Mmf. It's mmf, Steve. Mmf. Mmf is the sound he's gonna make with that dick in his mouth. <laughs> Bye. Wife Dom. Husband Sub. Affair. Hummel. Voy. And Cream Pie. Hummel's the name of a Pokemon, isn't it? No. 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 Hummel is the name of almost hummus. It's the Hubble made entirely out of hummus. Which is another signature Elon Musk initiative, I'm sure. <laughs> he's like, well, we gotta be able to. We got to be able to send hummus to space. We want to make sure that all of our technology is green and recyclable, so why not make the satellite out of hummus so that after it re-enters Earth, we can eat it? Hey, that's not a bad idea. Brilliant. Billion dollars. Billion dollars. (laughs) (laughs) A year or so ago, I told my wife about my fantasy. Yes, it was her having sex with another man. Not another man. This caught her by surprise because our marriage had been strictly white bread monogamous up to this point. Steve, are you white bread monogamous? Yes. Unlike having sex with a sheet with a hole in it, I have sex with a piece of bread with a hole in it. (laughs) (laughs) I have to be very careful with the yeast infections. (laughs) The yeast has already risen at that point, Val. You're fine. You soak up all your gains with the bread and then eat it afterwards. We have homemade mayo sandwiches. (laughs) Is that in the Natural Harvest cookbook? I'm certain it is. It definitely is. Are we going to write Natural Harvest 2, Harvest Harder at some point? Harvesting for athletes. I'd watch it. (laughs) (laughs) I admitted to her that I was not a good performer in bed. I come too soon. That's not how it... (sighs) Wait, no, Val. Let me... (laughs) Don't you dare. Don't you dare. You know the goddamn rules. Both of you fucking drink. (laughs) Steve, you gotta drink too, because you know that shit's coming. (laughs) 
But he comes too soon. As long as we all come together right now over me. And my cock is too small. Only 40 inches fully hard. (laughs) My cock is Krillin. <laughs> so I thought they were meant to type in centimeters, but that would also That's be still fucking yeah. massive. That's still big. Speaking of Krillin, we watched the Dragon Ball Evolution movie last night. Oh, oh god, why? Oh, dude, let's talk about I'm it. I'm so sorry. The movie sucks. I saw it in theaters. It does. And it's only an hour and 20 minutes long. At least it's short, like Krillin. (laughs) I'm long things cut out, Krillin. Yeah, Krillin is not in there whatsoever. And Yamcha looks like a rejected K-pop boy. Yeah, Yeah, he was. Piccolo just looked weird. Yeah, Yeah, he's like, I'm fucking guy from Buffy, but uh, I'm gonna look weird. Piccolo looks like Gazoo from Flintstones and that silver-faced dude from the Dungeons and Dragons movie had a baby. Yeah. Well, that one girl was cute. Oh, what, Bulma? No, the other one. The the one that sounded like Jennifer Love Hewitt on Helium? Chi-Chi? No, the other one. There's only, like, two. There's only two in the movie. There's the bad girl. She was cute. Oh, yeah, the bad girl. You mean Nina Williams? Sure. She was cute. Naomi says, 40 inches? What a fucking amateur. <laughs> she didn't argue either point. I convinced her that she could and should do better. And I wouldn't mind so long as I could watch and participate in some way. I was going to be the one throwing the confetti. Oof. My wife is really cute and could have any man she wants. That fact that she hasn't has been totally her choice because she's certainly been hit on enough by other guys. That sentence was terrible. She's five foot four, 105 pounds, blue eyes, brown hair. White dragon. (laughs) (laughs) Rock the dragon. Wrong anime. Uh, Yeah? With a short, sexy hairstyle. Her peaches and cream complexion. Wait, she looked like a pie? Hey, that's... I'm drinking peaches and cream liqueur. Stop drinking this dude's wife! No, it's okay, he wants that. (laughs) And gorgeous set of legs are her best assets, though. As we began to discuss the possibilities, she admitted that she often wondered what a nice, big, fat cock would feel like. As opposed to my dinky thing. (laughs) There are dildos for that. (laughs) I like dinky. I really like dinky. I should point out that in our relationship, she is the dominant one and I am totally submissive. Anyway, she finally agreed to give it a try, but it would be on her terms. My terms! She wanted to get laid without me lurking around if she felt like it. More asterisks. That next Thursday night, she informed that I'd be watching the kids while she went out on a date. Uh. All right, kids, mommy's going out to grab some peen. Daddy will watch you throughout the evening. Be in bed by 10 and make sure he's in bed by 12. No, he better be in bed by 9. If you know what I mean. So the kids are up later than he is? Yes. I couldn't believe this was actually happening. She asked me if I really wanted to go through with this. She said in all likelihood she would come home having been fucked silly by some stranger. I told her to go for it! Connect four! She then told me how she had met a really cute guy while shopping at the mall that afternoon, and they agreed to meet later that night for drinks. Oh man, if only it actually worked that way. If only malls in America weren't all dying as well. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, but I miss the Silent Hill Mall. I know. I know. We've discussed this before. It's all right. We could just make Towson the next Silent Hill Mall. That's <laughs> harder to do because it's a college town. Yeah, and it's an actual good mall. Next up is Solix being refereed by, again, I don't care. Oh, boy. Okay. As I made dinner for the kids, my wife was in our bedroom bathing and dressing for a date with another man. The mere thought of it made me feel worthless, and I loved it. I no sooner had the kids fed and in bed for the night when she emerged from our room to depart on her date. She was absolutely stunning. She wore a tight red lycra spandex mini dress. I'm going to pretend I have any idea what the hell any of that means. <laughs> she was dressed as an American gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> do you do, do you have it? Guts. With just a pair of sheer black panties underneath. On her gorgeous legs, she wore sheer black thigh high nylon stockings and four inch, not 40 this time, actually four, mm-hmm. four inch black patent patent leather yeah patent leather comma pointed toe pumps so um i will say i know what sheer means in terms of like an identification of opacity but what it refers to a piece of clothing does it like come with lots of fur on it and then you have to like razor the fur away to make it sheer no no it's just like um kind of see-through so it's not like you're buying a lamb thong no. Okay. But that would probably be ruled, you know, lambskin thong. Well, a lambskin thong with all of the lamb fur on it. It's like a merkin. Lamb fur is a word for that. Yeah, it's called wool. <laughs> okay. Whatever it is, it sounds like sheep something fur. You would... Are you close to me of sheep fur? It's still wool. Whatever. All creatures have fur. I'm a furry guy. Wait, shit, I just You're said I'm fur. Shut up! Oh, you heard it! Soundbite. I didn't know that! New no. soundbite. New soundbite. <laughs> Steve, your, your persona is gonna be a bear. I've already assigned it to you. Oh no. <laughs> is Steve muscular enough to be a bear? I'm not really sure about that. Yeah, he is. Let's look at the picture that David photoshopped of me. Of course I am. No, no. <laughs> oh god. Bear is a very particular thing. You're not a bear, Steve-o. Yeah, I don't think you're a bear. I am gonna be ordering a bear oven mitts tonight just to further the persona further her makeup was head turning and she wore large gold hoop earrings which looks great with her short sexy hairstyle that's the second time they've used that exact phrase and i expect it will not be the last as she glided past (laughs) glided whoosh whoosh she's hovering a few inches off the (laughs) off the ground no she was on a hoverboard she was doing the bubs hover (laughs) She, she, no, she, she was on the fucking Nimbus. What are you doing? No. As she glided past me, head for the door, she told me not to wait up. It might be a late night. She also told me to make sure the dishes and laundry were done before she returned. She added one more order before leaving. She told me to sleep upstairs in the guest room and to call in sick and to work in the morning. I would be bringing the kids to school. While she was on her dates, I got my chores done, had a couple of beers then went upstairs to the guest room to sleep. Shortly after 1 a.m., I heard voices downstairs. My wife was home and she wasn't alone. What? You should be going to the hotel room for that, not where do you have the kids. You do understand this is a fan fiction, right? The point of this entire fetish is the shame. He's, uh, she's been shamed. Yeah, but still. He needs to witness it to properly feel shameful look it's new daddy he sends kids to better schools than regular daddy (laughs) (laughs) 
She and her date were giggling, and it sounded like they had had a lot to drink. <laughs> how do you, how do you guys laugh when you're drunk? The same as on the show. I don't know yet. <laughs> That's the closest I can get to uh, my drunk laugh. I don't know that I've ever gotten you drunk, Steve. We'll have to change that at some point. Uh, I've definitely. Got- well, I mean, you've probably been drunk on the show, Steve. I don't think you've ever been drunk in your life. Let's change this. No, no. I mean, <laughs> I don't think that we have ever been in the same room, both of us drunk. Val, you're gonna have to chain him up if that happens. What? He might not be able to resist my charms. Oh yeah, I'm a vicious animal <laughs> when I'm drunk. <laughs> I thought I was the bear. No. 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 You're more like an otter. No. A few minutes later, she came into the guest room, turned on the light, and crooked her finger at me. She still had her sexy outfit on, but now she looked somewhat rumpled and her hair was out of place. She told me to get my sorry ass downstairs because she was going to show me how worthless I really was. She printed out my financial statements for the last five years. (laughs) (laughs) You have no worth. You are literally throwing money in the garbage. See, new daddy is gold, the time-tested currency that always goes down. (laughs) You always go down like silver <laughs> i sleep in the nude and asked her if i could put some clothes on her only reply was don't bother i've thrown out your clothing outside you can't find any anyways <laughs> as i followed my wife into the family room i saw her date reclining on our sofa he was about 10 years younger than me and built like a college football player he he had blonde wavy hair and looked like he had just stepped off a of florida beach oh no not a surfer dude oh god she went for the <laughs> surfer dude really i'm gonna fuck your wife bro <laughs> bro i'm gonna fuck your wife hey what are you doing here don't wait up i gotta fuck your wife <laughs> Ugh, who's this grody dude oh it's just you <laughs> hey bro hang 10 while i'm fucking your wife <laughs> he was naked and as you might expect hung like a horse his cock was semi-hard as he lightly stroked its nine inches. Which is much smaller than the 40 inches. inches. I'm guessing he's a shower and not a grower. Mm, I don't know. Well, we'll find out, I guess. The nine inches grows into 400 inches. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Just bust down the wall. My wife suddenly turns dominant and began to verbally humiliate me in front of her new lover. She called me a worthless piece of shit with a pencil dick. She told me her date was a real man with a man-sized cock. Her date was enjoying the show. I thought he had a horse-sized cock. Nay. No, it got downgraded. You see, he was intimidated by her show of dominance as well and ended up being a little bit more flaccid than he thought he was gonna be. Oh, he jumped in a cold pool. Right. Her dick was bigger than both of theirs combined. Which, you know, happens. (laughs) As my wife continued her verbal assault, I started to get a hard on. I do not like this next sentence very much. Her lover joined in and called me a queer for being so turned on on seeing another man naked. Hmm. That blows. My wife continued to berate me and told me how her lover had already fucked her three times tonight, but she wanted a fourth screwing. Her date said he needed a little help getting it up a fourth time. My wife just grinned, grabbed me by the back of the head, and forced my mouth down in his cock. She told me to suck his cock and get him nice and hard for her. She was horny and wanted to get fucked right now. Right now. Mommy, what's going on? Go back to your room, Jimmy! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but mommy i want some juice no no juice room but mommy no butts i'm the dominant man here whoa i expect an audience <laughs> <laughs> all right who's up next next up is me next Val. me next me next val's next okay i had never sucked a man's cock before but must admit i have thought about it often As I kneeled between my wife's lover's legs, sucking him off, my own cock grew to its full five inches. Wow, (laughs) five inches, that's like not even hard for 40. No, 
My wife noticed me getting excited. She went into the bedroom and quickly returned with a nylon stocking. She tied the stocking around the base of my cock so I couldn't come. Okay. Don't know. Does that work? I yeah. Don't. I, I, uh, honey, honey, you might want to loosen this up. Otherwise, I'm liable to lose the limb. Yeah. I don't think tourniquet's the way to go with... Uh, no. You know. <laughs> no. Tourniquet is not a turn me on. No. Also, that's not a tourniquet. She then grabbed me by the hair and pulled my mouth off her lover's cock. It was hard now and ready to fuck. My wife ordered me over to a chair and told me to keep my mouth shut and my hands off my prick. Oh, gosh. Uh, Nyami says, this music is jamming. Don't know if I'd suck dick to it, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. Uh, on, honest question. What is your go-to sensual music, if anything? And that's an open question. It sounds distracting to have music running, honestly. Fucker Gently by Tenacious D. Okay, that's a, that's <laughs> valid. Um, I don't remember what the song's called, but all I remember is the only lyrics in it is It's Time for the Percolator, and it's just repeated <laughs> ad nauseum. Gonna be Hall of the Mountain King. Okay, that's, that's uh, absolutely valid. <laughs> the only thing I can think of is Zamfir. Okay. All right. Mine's Hall of the Mountain King, but it's only the Electric Light Orchestra version. Fuck you, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't think of a funny joke on your own. Nah, man. I piggybacked off that hard. I'm surprised that uh, Logan didn't say either The Hunger or Mark Gormley. No, those are too sacred. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I want to change my answer to the uh, honks and the horns. Oh, through the honking and the horns? <laughs> yes. yes. I'm changing mine to it's hip to fuck bees. <laughs> <laughs> she said the thing! Yay! I'm changing mine to uh, Cruel Angel's Thesis, the honk version. Oh, no. Steve-O. Yes? I'm going to change mine to the Zelda one with the mic spam. Oh, Loud Loud Ranch? Yes, Loud Loud Ranch. I'm changing mine to Club Penguin mic spam. Fuck <laughs> off! <laughs> All right, continue reading now. The uh, Woodman stage theme done to Tim Allen grunts. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I love New York City by Andrew W.K., but... Instead of it being by Andrew W.K., it's by uh, Bees. <clears throat> you could have... See, no. I successfully killed that joke. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> you just thank and you're welcome yourself? Yes. <laughs> yeah. She told me to pay attention and watch how a real man fucks a woman. With that, she threw a pillow on the floor, stripped off her like her mini dress, and laid on her back of, on the floor. She motioned for her stud to mount her. He didn't waste much time and was thrusting his monster cock in and out of her in a matter of seconds. All right, what kind of monster was his cock? Godzilla. Elmo. The Sasquatch. Esquilax. Quijibo. Alamia. Definitely Chapucabra? I can not pronounce that. <laughs> Anything they serve at Carabas. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, no, no, no. Carabas is a higher level on the hierarchy than fucking Outback, so go with Outback. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's be reasonable. Grizzlebees. Grizzlebees. <laughs> Grizzlebees. Go with Golden Corral. <laughs> God, not Golden Corral. Golden Corral's really the worst. Yeah, that's the point. We, we talked about this. Maryland had its own worser version of Golden Corral. What was it called? CC's Pizza? Cactus Willies. The fuck is Cactus Willies? That's a South Park joke. So bad that it doesn't exist anymore. Apparently family friends of mine that have died there after eating. What? <laughs> yes, I'd really like to go eat at a place called Cactus Willies. Yeah, I would never eat at a place with the word Willie in it. Cactus Willies, a.k.a. Spike Dick. Her stocking-clad legs were up in the air, and I fought the urge to crawl over, slip off her pumps, and suck her toes. 
I couldn't believe what I was seeing and feeling. Some stranger was bawling my wife on her family room floor while I was told to sit and watch. Yo, pass me the rock. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I was so turned on, I couldn't stand it. His stamina was amazing, again making me feel worthless. That is not safe for life, get that the fuck out of here, holy shit. Do you have a phobia of Thompson Tank Engine? At this point, yes. He is objectively terrifying, yes. I can't argue with that. Oh, have you guys seen the NRA thing recently where all the Thomas the Tank Engine characters, they put white KKK masks over them? What? No. <laughs> yeah. Because the most recent addition to the show is a Kenyan girl train. The model is legit and everything. It's just, oh my god, it's now like not just trains, it's trains from around the world. Somehow they felt like getting racist about it. Yeah, they do that. Yeah. Oh, I really don't like that. And now I have Tom's tank engine KKK on my search history. <laughs> <laughs> There's worse. Oh, like that's anything that's far from the worst thing on it. My wife was starting to come. Her stud sensed her impending orgasm and picked up the rhythm. By the way, picking up the rhythm when the girl comes, it doesn't feel that great for the woman. Just keep the same pace. 60 hertz. Duly noted. He was pounding her so hard he was lifting her ass up off the floor <laughs> with each stroke. That's That might be a bit, a bit too hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She was screaming so loud, I thought for sure she'd wake the kids. My pelvis has become impacted, oh god. <laughs> yeah! With a loud grunt, he shot his load of cum into my wife's cunt. <sighs> he collapsed on top of her and left his cock inserted in her now- Ooh, bro. In her now cum-drenched cunt. So they didn't use a condom? Okay. No, that's not what the fetish is about. Again, you- do not understand the fetish. Don't worry about it. It's a gross fetish. I don't want to understand the fetish. I know, like, what goes into it, unfortunately. Uh, uh, load of cum? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In this case. You don't understand the fetish. Not like I'd know. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, and I have the unfortunate knowledge that I wish I didn't have. That's depressing. After a while, he rolled off her and lay at her side. They kissed and nuzzled one another like long-lost lovers. Okay, I call bullshit on that part. My cock was aching. The stocking had turned the head a deep purple. Ah! Yeah. That is a problem. <laughs> that is not good. Oh dear, oh dear. That's priapism territory. My dick has frostbite. As they laid there cuddling, her studs come began to ooze. <laughs> woof woof. Hi, Danny. Her cum began to woof woof. Yes. Her studs come began to ooze from her well-worn pussy. Pussy. Pussy? Pussy. 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 <laughs> My wife obviously felt it running out. She looked at me and said that since I wasn't man enough to fuck her properly, maybe I should just crawl over and clean her lover's cum out of her cunt. Gross. Eh. I did as I was told. As I positioned my head between her legs, she told me to remove the stocking from around my cock. Alright, we are still recording, so, you know, keep the quiet. <laughs> That is not quiet. <laughs> no. Of all the things that quiet could be, that is not one of them. No. Oh, we're still recording. <laughs> <laughs> I buried my face in her cummy cunt. <laughs> cummy cunt. Cummy cummy cunt. Thank you. And happily lapped away. As I did, my wife positioned her nylon clad foot under my cock. As I licked her clean, I rubbed my cock against her foot and shut off all of her stockings. After I came, my wife stuck her cum on foot into my mouth for me to clean it. I greedily licked my own cum off her beautiful foot. She then stepped out of her pumps and stripped off her stockings, dropping them on the floor. She told me to clean everything up and not to forget to get the kids off to school in the morning. She took Lover by the hand and they went into her bedroom and closed and locked the door. 
That part doesn't really work. Honey, I need that bed. It's the only bed that works for my back problems. Please <laughs> let me in the door. <laughs> it's the only Casper mattress in the house. Usually with the fetish, you have the bull, which is like her lover, and you have the guy, and it's only for the sex. Everything else is like normal. Did you guys ever watch that animated cartoon about Ferdinand the bull? No. 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 Okay, I need to find this. Does it have to be right now? Yes, it does have to be right now. Oh, yeah, it's a Disney cartoon. That's right. Has John Cena in it? It's from 1936. It has John Cena in it. <laughs> so is there a cuckolding in this? Or <laughs> is there a cuckolding in front of in the bowl? <laughs> yeah. I clean everything up, savoring the smell of cum on my wife's stockings and panties. Not really a fan of the smell of cum. Eh. I went up to the guest room knowing that her, my wife and her lover were sleeping in our bed right below me. I fell asleep with her cum-soaked stocking in my mouth. So, before we continue, next up will be Sean. I want to know, what names are we giving these characters? I want names for the wife, the husband, the lover, and the three kids, because I'm assuming they have three. The bull's name is Ferdinand. <laughs> <laughs> my friends call me Fer, bro. What's the wife's name? John Cena. You're not helping, Sean. <laughs> All right, Sean Cena. Uh, <laughs> Jonathan. Jonathan I, Cena. I won't even bother asking. Jonathan, please read. <laughs> the next morning when I returned from bringing the kids to school, my wife and her lover were awake and lying in bed. My wife told me to fix them breakfast while they showered together. When they came to the breakfast table, she was wearing a short black sheer negligee with matching panties. Her lover simply wore a bright blue lycra thong, which did very little to conceal his massive cock. Is this story sponsored by lycra or something? <laughs> Go buy lycra! <laughs> Save 10% with this coupon code, uh, cuckolders like that. David, is that the sky outside? Yeah, there's a quite the light show going on right now. Oh, wow. As I served them breakfast, they spoke amongst among themselves as if I wasn't even there. They reviewed their date from the previous night in vivid detail. I couldn't help but get hard again. Apparently, I wasn't alone. There's two other people in the house. Mm-hmm. I forgot to bring one of the kids. Oh, I love this. Urban Dictionary for Jonathan. A person who will fuck you up! <laughs> but only if you push him to do so. A person you love and hate all at the same time. Very smart, but he stays quite mainly to learn everybody. But fucks with nobody. That is very true. What the fuck did you just read? <laughs> As I cleared away the dirty dishes from the table, my wife got down on her knees in front of her lover. He calmly sat there at her kitchen table, sipping coffee, while my lovely wife pulled his nine inches out of his thong. He opened the morning paper and acted so nonchalant as my wife started working on his cock with her pretty mouth. This went on for 15 to 20 minutes while I busied myself in the kitchen. Suddenly, I heard him groan and looked over just in time to see her stud deliberately pull out of her mouth and spray his cum all over her face and hair. Not good nutrients for your hair. No, it, it makes your hair good. I read it in Cosmo. Yeah, rub it all over your skin. It's really good for you. It makes your hair good. She was drenched. It ran down her face in gobs. She cleaned him up, tucked his cock back into his thong, and then came over to me. She stood in front of me and simply said, clean me. I did it as I was told. I licked her lover's cum from her face like a dog. Borf, Woof. borf. When I finished cleaning her face, she pointed to a glob of his cum that had dripped off her chin to the floor. I obediently kneeled down and licked it off our kitchen floor. 
Her lover had gone into the next room to make some business phone calls. He apparently was preparing to leave, as he had work to do. Yeah, he has to go back to the beach to surf. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go fuck that sand. Yo, I gotta go surf. Sand's uh, pulling a mighty rip curl right now, so I gotta do that. Dude, the rip currents on the East Coast, because of the fucking hurricane, are insane. You stick one toe into the ocean and a tendril comes out and drags you in. There's an Onion article right now that says, Don't go surfing unless you can really shred that shit, FEMA says. <laughs> <laughs> My wife had followed him into the other room. I could hear her begging him to fuck her one more time before he left. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. One taste of a huge cock and my sweet little wife was pleading for more. More, please! Like a common whore. Her lover finally relented, telling her to go take off her negligee and put on some stockings and a garter belt. Why a garter belt? Well, you see, if you if you put on the garter belt, it makes you 20% sexier. Just like Grandma. Eh, yeah, you like that, don't you? Grandma nut, please get out of my room while you're in your negligee and garter belt. Grandma's gonna make you nut. <laughs> <laughs> you take a bag, put in Camel Crush and Maalox, toss it out the window, and Grandma runs after it. Yeah, that's just what Grandma wants! He told her to go wait on our bed while he finished his phone calls. She excitedly scampered off to our bedroom like a child on Christmas morning. <laughs> Breakfast! Apparently, my humiliation wasn't quite over either. After donning beautiful taupe stocking... It's taupe. Taupe. It's collar. Taupe. Yeah. Top. Taupe. No, taupe. Mm. It's the French word for mole. For what? For mole? Mole. The animal? Yes. Oh, it's mole skin. Okay. Yeah, taupe. And a black gutter belt. My wife called me into the bedroom. She told me to strip and kneel at the foot of the bed, telling me that I was about to be treated to one more show. I thought his name was John Cena? No, her name is Jonathan Cena. He has to put a nickel in to see the show. Which slot, honey? <laughs> yeah, I'll work that slot. Yeah, doesn't matter at this point. And she lay back on the bed with her legs spread. Her lover entered the room. He stripped off his thong and told my wife that this would have to be a quickie since he had to leave soon. Next up is Gorgeous. Oh, no referee. We don't do referees anymore. We're all refereeing you at this point. The real referees were the friends we made along the way. We're all referees now. Yeah. This is where David really shines because the pressure is off and he can just bloom. Finally. He's totally not just closing the story and not paying attention. I have the story open. Okay, what page are we on? Seven. Wrong. <laughs> no. <laughs> close, close. Oh, I, I tried to pay attention, but alas, I can't do it all the time. <laughs> or, or any of the time. <laughs> My favorite Michael Jackson song is Remember the Time. Ooh. Ooh. I do. I remember the time when you were good. It happened once over the last four and a half years we've been on the show. Man. <laughs> Man, I say, I say that's some bullshit. Maybe twice. Maybe. I bet you I haven't even tried apple pie Oreos. No. What? Yeah, they're fucking delicious, Steve. Is, it, is this a distraction while you run away? No, but I could go get, uh... Yeah, you go outside, lightning's gonna hit you three different times. No, that's on my counter over there. The lightning? Yes, Steve, the lightning is on my counter, waiting, just waiting <laughs> ever so patiently. It's waiting in a sexy outfit, just waiting for me to finish the story. Lightning and a garter and negligee. And it's electrifying. Hot. For some odd reason, she produced a rubber from a nightstand and asked him to put it on before he fucked her. Her lover came over to me at the foot of the bed and said, Put my rubber on so I can fuck your wife again, bro. <laughs> 
I did as I was told, unrolling the condom down the length of his erect shaft. I was thrilled at the touch of it. He turned, got on the bed, and quickly mounted my beautiful wife. She hugged her stockinged feet over the edge of the bed. As she was being fucked, she told me to kiss her feet and suck her toes. Wait, who had a truck just backing up? That was the fridge. The fridge makes a noise if you don't, uh... Close it. (laughs) (laughs) Great. With her pretty nylon-clad feet in my mouth, I had a bird's-eye view of her lover's cock ramming in and out of her cunt. She came quickly this time. Why would a bird be watching the sex? (laughs) What? Instead of bird watching, the bird watches you. I had a bird's-eye view of her lover's cock ramming in and out of her cunt. So first of all, wouldn't that be like 200 feet in the air? Second of all, why is a bird watching the cock? Not necessarily 200 feet in the air, but you know. He came quickly this time, but his orgasm seemed to last a long time. Wow. Bro. Oh, God, he says bro when he ejaculates. That's great. Uh, that. No, no, he goes Connie Don. Oh, that's. Ah. That's so. That's gnarly, bro. That's so. Whoa, 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 whoa. Damn whoa. it, damn it. I knew I needed to get my lawnmower fixed. Listen to this thing. It just won't even start. <laughs> that's all. That's all. That's all. That's all. What? You asked me to be your comedy partner, and I obliged. And I wouldn't trade a single day. Well, maybe one. Maybe I would just want to see what it's like, Jonathan. Yes? (laughs) You can hear the smile on his face. (laughs) Every time I try to make a joke with somebody else now, David's just going to go, That's As I continued to nuzzle her instep, he pulled out and rolled off of her. I was amazed at the amount of cum in the tip of his rubber. This guy had just come on wife-ass face 30 minutes ago. Now he had inflated the tip of his rubber with so much cum, it was almost the size of a golf ball. Whoa, (laughs) works. That's also not that big. No. No. I wouldn't even call that big gums. Well, I mean, this is also the same story where 40 inches is apparently very, like, a dinky size. (laughs) Well, if you're talking about a boat, yes. (laughs) But No, no, it's a dinghy, not a dinky. (laughs) And then they couldn't even keep it straight, and it went down to five inches. Yeah. Well, that's because he got seriously cuckold. That's how that works, right? That's what happens. Like My penis energy, it's decreasing. Oh, it decreases your penis energy. It's retreating into my body. Yeah, and then you you have a bad time after that. I feel like that's like a plot of like a really bad hentai. Almost certainly is. There's an hentai called Discipline in which this guy who has like this magic cock that can grow to like the perfect insides of the woman while he's fucking her. And like that's his special gift. But then he gets fucked by the headmistress of the school so good that he loses his power. It's to be noted that he was being fucked in the cockpit of a jet plane while this happened. What? Okay. 
My penis power. No. It's a bit nutty. Someone joined the Nile High Club. I mean, it really wasn't. They really just kind of like maybe like 30, 40 feet off the ground. Lame. Random tangent here. Uh, for those of you that haven't seen the worst controller ever designed. Yes. I don't like, hate that. Yeah, there it is. Love that thing. That's not the, <laughs> the 64 controller. Jeez. Was this part of Nintendo saga of off controllers? No. no, this is an AliExpress USB controller. That's great. You know what? Like, just gives me the most pain while looking at that. The D pads on the right. Yeah. Right. Yep. Why? Yeah. And the left side, you know what those two purple buttons are? Start and select. Yep. <laughs> Why? So you have to hold it like the N64th? Oh my god, so bad. <laughs> As he stood at the side of the bed, my wife sat up and carefully peeled the rubber from his rapidly deflating cock. Like a banana. (laughs) Which she had it removed. She tied a knot close to the cum-filled tip of the rubber so she wouldn't spill a drop. The knot forced the cum into a bulb at the end, stretching the walls of the rubber to the rear bursting point. To the near. Near bursting point. She looked over at me with a mischievous grin and crooked her finger. I crawled over to her. She said, I don't think you've had enough breakfast. Open up. I opened my mouth. Is that the most sensual voice you can give to a dom? Grandma. Oh, Jesus. You don't think grandma's voice is amazing? Grandma. It was me the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) I opened my mouth and she stuffed her lover's cum-filled rubber in. She told me to bite down and... As I did, the bulbous end burst in my mouth. Gross. This is a weird tasting bubble gum. Gross. Bubble gum. I hope for his sake it was like spermicide and lube free. Yeah. Yeah, I really hope that too because otherwise gross. Also, doesn't that count as a choking hazard? Not for children under three. I'm going to overlook that joke you made. Yeah. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna fuck you with a tire I'm gonna break my bones and shank you with them become <laughs> <laughs> your mantra now after we found that joke maybe <laughs> come ooze from both corners of my mouth my cack was rigidly extended with excitement as I knelt there with his come running out of my mouth my wife asked her lover for his phone number so she could call him again as he recited his phone number, she pulled up no, permanent... No, there's no phone. Oh, okay, shit. As he recited his number, she pulled a permanent marker from the nightstand and wrote his phone number on my rigid cock. She was laughing and said anytime he looked at... She looked at my puny thing, she'd see his number and think of a real cock. They were both laughing hysterically as she walked him to the door and kissed him goodbye. Clunk! Well, the thing is, when he goes soft, it's just going to show the first and last digits. Yeah. (laughs) I listened to them laughing from the bedroom, sucking the used rubber for every last drop of his cum I could get. And this story was written as an adult fantasy. The author does not condone the described behavior in real life. And you also still have four, three, four more things to read. Oh, uh, Kristen's collection, Dictionary 48. In case Directory. Grandma, calm down. Everything will be fine. I promise. You won't take me back to the home. I won't allow you. (laughs) All right, Grandma. (laughs) I want to read all of Kirsten's collection. Grandma, here's your bag of Camel Crusher Maylux. Go get it. (laughs) 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 
All right, next up is going to be Logan reading the first part of George is pregnant. Oh, hell yeah. David will go after. Okay. So which canon FNF character would be paired with Grandma Nut? Muppet Val. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) That's a disturbing and disgusting pairing. I like it. George is pregnant. Warning. The story contains the following. Slash. From Guns N' Roses? (laughs) John x George pairing. Main pairing of the story. And Paul x Ringo pairing. A minor, subtle pairing of the story. I don't know if anything in this story is going to be minor or subtle. Mpreg. Cross-dressing Ringo and George. Birth. Strong language. Justin Bieber and Rebecca Black dying. Yay! Jesus, so I'm adding the pages now, and they don't separate paragraphs between people speaking. Oh, sweet. Oh, my favorite. Bob Marley dressed as a policeman. Oh, boy. Morning. Morning! Hidely hodily! It was a peaceful morning at the residence of John Lennon and his spouse, George Harrison. (laughs) She'd be like, whack! The couple was sleeping soundly in their bed. John was curled up cozily under the covers, dreaming about George dressed as a playboy bunny. And George was snuggled up next to him, dreaming about unicorns. Oof. George muttered softly as his serene dream was interrupted by an uncomfortable feeling in his stomach. Can I get more oomph from you? You want more oomph? You gotta get that oomph. Uh, I want more oomph, but I want it to be more sensual, more subtle. Oomph! Um, that's no. the opposite. <laughs> oh yeah, Grandma Nut. Oh yeah, Grandma Nut. He opened his eyes and clutched his stomach in pain. Ugh! Maybe I shouldn't have eaten so many jelly babies last night. Oh, my stomach. George squeaked, feeling like he was about to throw up. He hopped out of bed, and then he ran into the bathroom and barfed in the toilet. George leaned against the toilet, still feeling really sick. Oh, my poor stomach. I hope I'm not pregnant, he groaned. Ah, uh, that I could never forget. Such a wonderful impersonation of the Fab Four. <laughs> There's a reason why all of them sang. Do you want... <laughs> <laughs> I want to hold your hand. I'm going to do a death metal version of I want to hold your hand. It's going to be completely unintelligible. It's been a hard day's night. Like I said, unintelligible. <laughs> like all death metal. Like zero miss. <laughs> he decided to check and see if he really was pregnant just to be on the safe side. George opened the medicine cabinet and withdrew a pregnancy tester from it. He sat on the toilet, lifted up his negligee, and used the tester. When he finished using it, George held it up so he could read the results. Let's see what this little thing Tells me, holy shit! (laughs) (laughs) After reading the results of the pregnancy test, the pregnancy tester was flashing green. It says my name is George. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I didn't know that. (laughs) It also said watch out for that tree. Didn't quite get the message. I really wish that the pregnancy detectors from The Simpsons were the way it worked in real life, where it's just, it's like a slot machine. You can get, like, baby, baby pirate and still be pregnant because pirates are wild. (laughs) (laughs) 
the pregnancy tester was flashing green and said, pregnant. Flashing? In- <laughs> yeah. Yes, flashing green. <laughs> it's like when you're the one millionth customer, a bunch of confetti shoots out and, and lights are... You're the one millionth pee tester. <laughs> like when we couldn't figure out who was the uh, 300 millionth baby in the US. Was that a thing? Do you not remember that? Like, I remember it. I was like... 12. I don't remember that. Maybe I was in college and didn't care. Two were born at the almost the same time, so there was like this big hubbub for which one was it. Who cares? Which one could it be that this statistic will matter? This was in 2006 when I was depressed, so obviously I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, yeah. Who wasn't depressed in 2006? Um... David, were you depressed in 2006? Who's playing ping pong? I was in the military in 2006, but <laughs> no, that's I think 2006... No, well, it was still probably about the time that I enjoyed being in the military. I didn't get into the I don't enjoy being in the military until I got to Maryland. Oh. So. (laughs) Sad to hear that you hated Maryland so much. Well, it's not really Maryland. It's more of Fort Meade. Look, at least you were at Fort Meade and not Aberdeen Proving Grounds, okay? Yeah. Aberdeen fucking rules. I mean, I think I would have rather because had I been at Aberdeen, I would have at least had like a not super bleak job where I was doing something instead of, you know, sitting at a skiff watching South Park. Yeah, you'd be out there proving grounds. <laughs> this ground exists. This ground also exists. Oh, huh. look, there's some more ground. <laughs> <laughs> this test says pregnant for some reason. <laughs> it's also flashing green. I mean, the ground, if you flip your pathology, the ground got pregnant a fucking lot. <laughs> Army major, here is a guy. He's totally like, this is a ground, man. And they're like, by God, he's right. Give this man a medal. Give him four medals. This medal says I'm pregnant. Oh, that's not a good prize. (laughs) (laughs) So far, I'm honestly amazed this fic managed to spell pregnant correctly. The way you have to announce it to Steve. No. The way you have to announce no. it to Steve is you have to you have no. to pin a medal on him that says I'm pregnant. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and it has to be flashing green. It has to flash green. He has to salute you. He has to salute you, otherwise it doesn't stick. So he has to salute you <laughs> while the national anthem of Canada plays. <laughs> no, the Hall of the Mountain King. <laughs> yeah, that too. That plays after the national anthem. George <laughs> threw it in the trash and clutched his stomach. He trotted out of the bathroom, back to the bedroom. (sighs) He sat on the edge of the bed and started crying uncontrollably. What the hell do I tell Johnnykins? George sobbed rather loudly. I think this would be Shonikins. (laughs) Shonikins, I don't know how to break it to you. (laughs) (laughs) Logan, you're pregnant? I'm I'm pregnant. (laughs) Excuse me, excuse me, hold on. Jonathan, name, what does it mean? Submit the meaning to this name now. Alternate meaning, (laughs) S is for serious, not always joking. H is for hopeful, you see the bright side of things. I thought S was hope. A is for adventure, and take a new one today. A is for adventure, (laughs) running away from fires. (laughs) W is for wonder, the child in us all. N is for number one, we are number one. A is for animated, let your energetic spirit shine. T is for treat, that you always are. H is for heart, warm and not full of worms. A is for aspirations. Wait, does it say that? (laughs) 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 Many to be attained. N is for natural, no fake breasts. Jonathan, are you a dog? Do you have heartworm? (laughs) (laughs) No, well, my uh, breasts are natural. (laughs) John sleepily sat up in bed and looked over at him. 
He seemed tired and a little bit pissed off at George. George, you idiot. Stop crying so loud. You woke me up in the middle of a perfect dream. Man, that's great. They sound like that while talking and have such amazing death metal voices while singing. (laughs) John snapped, getting ready to smack George upside the head. (laughs) Don't you lay a hand on me, John. Not in my condition. George sniffled as he started rubbing his stomach gently. John cocked his head to the side in confusion. Condition? What condition? He asked seriously. Curiously. Oh, fuck. He asked curiously. George didn't know what to say in response. He just grabbed John and started crying on his shoulder. I've been trying to figure out how to tell ye. He cried. I really want you to go out and find another lover and then come back and maybe eat your condom. Oh, no. (laughs) Tell me what? John grumbled. George didn't say anything. He just sniffled a little or rubbed his belly. Well, go on. Spit it out, man, John urged him. No, you gotta swallow to get those gains. <laughs> well, clearly, not spitting is how they got in this situation. Ooh. I'm gonna have your baby, George announced before breaking into tears. John jumped in surprise. What? Don't worry, George, I'll take care of that, he exclaimed, grabbing some random coat. Oh, no. <laughs> um... You know... I was gonna make that joke, but I thought it was gonna be bad taste. Oh no. No. George let out a horrified squeal. Ah! Don't you dare put that nasty instrument in me! He squeaked. David, put your recorder away. Don't you dare stick that <laughs> nasty instrument in me. <laughs> Snatching the coat hanger from John and throwing it out the window where it hit Elvis in the head. Oh, I'm done. By I way. know you're done. I wanna come up with new things for what Jonathan means. <laughs> Next up is David. A referee by Timothy. There's no Timothy. No, there's no. So we're on page, what, six, four, two. David, first off, what story are we on? George of the fucking jungle. Okay. <laughs> How many people have read? Like six. One. One? No, that's not even possible. There's only one. We finished the other story. All right, cool. All right, my turn, right? Yes. George, you said it was all right for me to not use a condom. Wait, you why lied. would I say it's your turn and then it not be your turn? What? You just asked if it was your Stop turn. Stop interrupting people, Steve. John shouted. I'm sorry. I thought it was infertile. I guess I was wrong. Forgive me, John. Wept George as he clung on to John. John pushed George off of him and sat on the edge of the bed. Get away from me. He snapped. He then buried his face in his hands and groaned in annoyance as George watched. Crap! 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 George, we haven't had jabs in years! What are we going to raise it on, kitty litter? John grumbled angrily. George scooted over to him and gave him a hug. Calm down, John, he said softly. Calm down! You asked me to calm down! You're the one that's poisoned! John yelled at him. Poison, is that what ye call it? John, that poison is our love child, George whispered. John just grumbled something in response. George hugged him again and smiled warmly. Just think, John, there could be a little you running around here. George giggled. John turned to face Greg. George. Gorge? Greg? Gorge? His angry look faded. Yeah! You think the kid will look like me? Yes, I bet they'll look exactly like ye, giggled George. Did you power off while saying that? No, I burped. Okay. John's face lit up with happiness. Will they be little arsehole just like me? He questioned excitedly. Oh, 
I promise they will. George replied, Can we gang up on ye? John asked again, jumping up and down with anticipation. That's what mothers are for, laughed George. Then it's settled. We'll keep the little bastard. John decided, Yay, you're the best, Johnnykins. George cheered before grabbing John and showering him in kisses. Okay, okay, George, enough mush. See the little rascal, chuckled John. He spread George's legs oh, out and Jesus, attempted to no. look for the baby inside of his ass. <laughs> Come on, John. The baby doesn't even have a spine yet, giggled George. What? In the butthole, there is a spine somewhere in there for where babies live. I don't know. I didn't pass biology in high school. So, in male pregnancy, is that what the appendix is for? Hmm. <laughs> I don't think so. It's not a big enough sack for baby. Well, it expands. Oh, it's the prostate. <laughs> That's not connected to the asshole. <laughs> yeah, it's just near it. All right, if we want to find out how male pregnancy works, let's just go watch Junior. Yeah, let's all let's all tweet at Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yo, Arnold, how does impreg work? Your fans, Friday Night Fan Fiction. And they'll be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm not pregnant. I'm not commenting on this. And then Danny DeVito pops in. Hey, Arnold, they're talking about our movie. Someone liked our movie. And then we're like, oh, we never said that. So George is played by Arnold Schwarzenegger and John is played by Danny DeVito. Perfect. As if you do. Come on, John Jr. Where are you? (laughs) I see you in there. Come on out. Say hi to Danny. Hi, Danny. Come on out, John Jr. Where are you? Come on out. Here, baby. Come on. I say, say hi to Danny. Come on, baby. Come on, say hi. John called into George's ass, trying to see the baby. Eventually, he got tired of doing that and went to go talk on the phone in the living room while George did some cleaning around the house. (laughs) He only got tired of it after about five hours. (laughs) I can sit here shouting at this colon all day. I got got nothing better to do with my time. Look, I've already been dumped by Rhea Perlman. I already recorded their death metal album. Yeah, I've already recorded the death metal album. As George mopped the floor, John smoked a cigarette and conversed with whoever he was talking to on the phone. That's not good. No secondhand smoke for the baby. Yeah, I'm gonna be a dad. That's right. There's gonna be a little me around the house. Pretty cool, huh? What, George? He thought he was infertile, but turns out he wasn't. Anyway... I did most of the work making the baby. All he did was lay below me and let me screw him in the arse. Wow. Isn't that right, George? Chatted John. That's right, Jennykins. <laughs> George replied sweetly as he mopped the floor. You missed a spot, bitch. Snapped John. I love you too. This is so weird. Replied George, who mopped the spot on the floor he had missed earlier. Jeez, I have to do everything around here. Now where was I? Oh, yeah. You know how many other men tried to impregnate George? There's the milkman, the mailman, the refrigerator repairman. Uh, let's see who else. Oh, yeah. That Jehovah's Witness bastard fucked him too. John shouted into the phone. Don't forget about the Boy Scout troop, Johnnykins. George mused. Oh, yeah, that's right. Them too. But not even those strapping young lads could see George's soil. It took a real man to put a brat in his ass. Yep, my bullets were firing that day. I'm thirsting out. George! John called out to George. George turned around and smiled sweetly. Yes, Tonikins. He giggled happily. Can an expectant father get a goddamn beer around here? John whined. Coming right up, Tonikins, said George. Why is this turning into an episode of Married with Children? <laughs> hey, Peg, 
What are you doing? I'm getting you a beer, Al! Thank you. I'm going to go to the jiggly room. <laughs> the jiggly room? There was a strip club that they would go to called the jiggly room. Oh, for reals? I don't remember For that. real. See, oh. I watched Married with Children because I'm a real fan of television. Unlike you, Steve, who's a fake. That's all I got. Anyway, John continued talking to the phone. I'll admit it. I was a little rusty at first, but once I got into it, I had George begging like a Catholic girl on prom night. He chuckled. Meanwhile, George returned the beer for John. He handed it to him and then tried to kiss John, but John shoved him away. George, I'm on the phone. i kiss you later. He grumbled. George frowned and then went back to cleaning. John took a sip of his beer. George had given him and then immediately spit it back out. George, the beer's warm. He complained. What is this garbage you're reading? Fuck if I know. But John, we're British. We drink room temperature beer. That's some German-Austrian bullshit. Here in America, we drink it fucking ice cold. We're in Britain. What? Oh, yeah. All right, next up is me. Oh, my heavens. I'm sorry, honey. I'll get you beer. I can't read an accent at the same time. I'll get ye a cold beer right away. George promised before rushing off somewhere. Be careful, said John before he threw the can of warm beer out the window and hit somebody walking in the street. Oh shit, it did! It hit his friend Norton in the head! Well, I'm psychic again. Ow, what the fuck? Oh yay, free beer! Thank you, God! Cheered Norton as he ran off with the beer. Hello there. John resumed talking on the phone. Meanwhile, George was returning from the store with a six-pack of beer, which was cold like John wanted, in tow. He walked into the house through the door and headed for the living room, where John was still sitting and talking on the phone. My seed! All mine! I'm a stud, you hear me? A super stud! John yelled into the phone. That's right, John. You sure are a stud. And a very handsome one, too. George giggled as he handed John a beer. Thanks, George. Yep, I'm the king. Nobody can resist my throbbing manhood. All right, Carl definitely works here. Well, it was nice talking to you, Mom. Bye, old bitch, said John as he hung up the phone. He grumbled the old bitch thing after he hung up so his mom wouldn't hear him. John then took a sip of his beer. Gee, this must be a hard time for you, Jonikins. I don't like the kins thing. It makes me think of Jujkins, and I don't want to think of Logan pregnant. <laughs> you don't like to think about me in a sexual way? I don't want to yell into your colon trying to find the baby. I mean, do you want me to yell into your colon to try and find the baby? You won't even do anything with your own colon. I don't expect you to do anything with my colon. Uh, well, remember, medically, I can't do anything with my colon. Your colon is uh, fair territory. Is this going to be part of the whole you coming over to my place to get me drunk and you having to get chained up to keep you away from me thing? No, it's not to keep me away from you. It's to keep me from physically destroying the entire universe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of how you're handling it, George commented. John shrugged. Eh, it's my burden. This is some good fucking good. This fuck. I don't know why I screwed the top on this so much. Ah, you should make a loser, Stevelkins. <laughs> Don't you fucking <laughs> dare. Steve Okins is not a thing. <laughs> not happening. Steve O, if you really want this to be a democracy, we have to all be able to change each other's names in Discord. Are you trying to change my name to Steve Okins? I'm <laughs> saying that it's 
unfair for you to be allowed to change people's names, but we can't do it to you. Question, yes or no. Are you trying to change my name to Steve-O-Kins? I can't try until I have the ability to. Yes. I got a yes, and then I can't try. So one person <laughs> admitted to trying. Logan, you're not trying hard enough. It's not about the name change. It's about the power. Power going to the people. Yeah, I know. Yeah, give power to the people. Come on, Steve O'Kins, give power to the people. Or at least to Jonathan. This is some fucking good beer. He replied, um, Jonathan's? can we go eat lunch now? I'm hungry, mumbled George, who rubbed his stomach. Fuck, I'm hungry too. Eh, sure, why not? Agreed John. So the two of them went to go and eat some lunch. John had a sandwich, and George got a whole bunch of random crap to eat. Some eggs, olives, pineapple... Some zucchini, some cherries, a steak, some cereal, some fish and chips, some creamed corn, and a whole can of squeeze cheese? <laughs> what? What the hell is squeeze cheese? Well, I don't know. Tudor's Googles. It's cheese you squeeze, duh. He laid this all out in front of him on the table and prepared to eat. Oh, ew. I, uh. Ew. Oh, this blows. Hey, George, what you doing? Asked John, who hugged George from behind and groped him. Steve, if you want to know what squeeze cheese is, uh, imagine a ketchup bottle with <laughs> cheese product in it. <laughs> yeah. I won! Jesus. No, cheeses. Yeah, cheeses. <laughs> There's so much wrong with America. It's not America! No, no, this is definitely American. Yeah, this product is definitively American. Distinctly an American product. No one else would be caught dead with that. Mature cheddar, jalapeno... Nacho. Semen. Oh, no. Why, oh, no. Natural harvest, too. We need more. Oh, no. Cheese squeeze pimento. Oh, I'm eating for two now. Actually, make that eating for three, giggled George, who rubbed his belly a bit. How does he know that? Eating for three. Don't you mean eating for two? You know, like you and the baby? John? John? John stated confusedly. George shook his head. Nope. Eating for three because I have two babies in my belly. We're having twins, he announced. Oh, my God. That's not even how it works. He exclaimed in surprise. George nodded. I almost said noodled. Yeah, while I was out getting you some beer, I stopped by the doctors and he said we're having twins. This is a fast pregnancy. Also, drinking beer while pregnant is a good practice. No, no, no. George is not drinking beer. John is. Are you sure? George only went out to get the beer as a a dutiful (laughs) pregnant. Hi, Danny. (laughs) <laughs> He's having squeeze cheese, which is just as bad as beer for the baby. That actually, yeah. Uh, John fainted. A few minutes later, he woke up to find George on top of him, giving him mouth to mouth. Oh, yeah, you're awake. Thought you were dead. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, you're awake. I thought you were dead. George giggled happily, tugging at the hem of his dress a little bit. John facepalmed himself. Crap, he muttered. Nine months later, parentheses, I'm skipping ahead because I'm too lazy to think of stuff to fill in the time during George's pregnancy. At least he's being honest. It was midnight, and George and John were lying in bed, sleeping peacefully. George was dreaming of himself being the leader of an army of penguins. Club penguin. While John was having yet another dream of George dressed as a playboy bunny. He dreams of George dressed like that often. In John's dream, Playboy Bunny George was doing some rather dirty things to him that made little John happy. <laughs> no? I got one question mark hand. That's good enough for me. Just as he was about to reach his dream's happy ending, he was shaken awake by George. <laughs> uh, George, what is it? 
I'm trying to sleep. Did you have a cancer-related nightmare again? <laughs> he grumbled sleepily. No, my water broke. It's time. George panicked. Has he been pregnant for like a week? No, no it's nine months later. Time skip. Oh, okay. I wasn't here for the time skip because I went and got an Oreo. You left your chair and you just got one Oreo? Just one. Well, I'm trying to watch my weight. So if you want to watch your weight, you get on the scale and start eating and you can watch it go. Uh... <laughs> oh my God, Steve, don't bring it so hard, man. <laughs> <laughs> John sat bolt upright in bed and looked at George who was sitting in a wet puddle. Oh shit. Don't panic. Don't panic. I know what to do exclaimed John, who jumped out of bed and ran into the wall. George just sat there on the bed, clutching his stomach in pain. Bloody hell. Damn these contractions. Carl and Hank Hill would make a good pairing. Carl, I think my water broke. No, my water broke. It's Tom. (laughs) (laughs) Carl, my water broke. It's Tom. Bloody hell. Damn these contractions, he muttered to himself. John started getting dressed, and then he put his shoes on and grabbed some random bag. Don't worry, I've done this a million times. Okay, now I'm ready. He stated before out, before running out through the door and hopping into the car. Ouchie! Wait, Jonikins, what about me? George squeaked. Please keep that cannon pairing from now on. Zolix, good luck. <sighs> okay. <laughs> okay, let's see. Cigarettes? Check. Scotch? Check. Overnight bag? Check. All right, I've got everything. Now, to the hospital, exclaimed John, who started speeding off towards that hospital. He lit up a cigarette and started smoking it while driving, a smile on his face. And you thought I'd forgotten something, George? George? Oh, shit, I forgot George. Oh, wow. Said John, who turned around and drove back to his and George's house. Are you done? No, but I'll let you go. All right. He hopped out of the car and ran to the bedroom, where George was still sitting on the bed. John cans, it hurts. George sobbed. I know, I know. Don't worry, babe. It'll be all right soon. To the hospital again. I'm like wildly fluctuating, like bad accents. I don't. You're trying, and that's what counts. John assured him as he grabbed him, and and I guess the author accidentally hit the enter key. There's just an empty space, and then as he grabbed him and space rushed the line, hurried back into the car. He set George in the passenger seat and once again started speeding off towards the hospital. Hang on, hang on, honey, John told George they drove. George let out a whine of pain. John continued driving until he heard the sound of police sirens. Oh, crap, it's the popo. Oh, God, no. I would be terrified, too, if it was popo. Oh, crap, it's the popo. That's <laughs> fat. I can't do another nickel. <laughs> I don't know. If a racist stereotype genie was coming up on me, I think I'd be quite alarmed as well. <laughs> I think they're pissed at me for speeding, grumbled John as he pulled the car over. An officer walked up to the window to talk to them. John recognized the officer as Bob Marley. What? <laughs> we be jamming. You'll be jamming on that gas pedal a little too much, man. Hey, mon, what's the hurry? Bob Marley asked. Officer, this book's gonna have my babies. John told him. Ooh, it hurts. George squeaked. Well, why didn't you say so, Mon? Follow me. There's no time to waste. Thanks, Hermes from Futurama, for giving me an <laughs> indication of how to say Mon. Yep. That was pretty close, yeah. Was, mm-hmm. No, Mon. I, I do not claim to be good at accents. Instructed Bob Marley, who sped off on his police motorcycle. John sped off after him in the car. They were almost at the hospital and everything was going all right. But then they got stuck in traffic. There was no way they could get past all the cars. But then Bob Marley had an idea. 
He took out a shotgun. Two words. Shotgun. Much to the horror of John the gunphobe. <laughs> and started shooting all the cars in front of them, causing them to skid off the road. Is this Grand Theft Auto? Get the fuck out of my way, man. Buffalo soldier shooting cars in America. <laughs> no, we're just straight up going Grand Theft Auto on this. Clear the way, man, Bob Marley shouted. Some of the cars took out of the way, but he continued shooting at the ones that didn't. The traffic was still bad, and Bob Barley couldn't take care of it all alone. Bob Barley? Does it say Bob Barley? <laughs> That's what I heard, too. Mark Gormley. <laughs> I like Bob Barley. The traffic was still bad, and Bob Marley couldn't take care of it all alone, so he pulled out another gun and handed it to John, who flinched in fear. Yeah, mon, I'm gonna need your help. Don't be scared, mon, just aim and fire, said Bob Marley. John gulped. He didn't want to shoot anyone or their cars. But you know, he probably had to if they were going to get to the hospital in time for George to have his babies. George, take the wheel, John ordered as he started firing the gun at all the cars that were in front of him. George grabbed the wheel and drove while John shot at random cars. They came to a care. I feel like this is a video game. Yeah, no, this is absolutely just Grand Theft Auto right now. They came to a care with Justin Bieber in it and John aimed the gun at him. I can tell which era this was written in. Mm. Mm. Justin Bieber let out a high pitched feminine sounding streak the kid was like 12 of course he whatever uh i know like he's a shitty person but also like what you can make fun of him for like so many things and you choose that whatever let out a high-pitched feminine sounding streak and rolled up the window in an attempt to shield himself john fired off the gun and the bullet went through the window fatally wounding beeper boy in the head so I just want to bring up the reason why we're doing this apparently is because the universe decided to make me do it, but it coincides with the fact that Paul McCartney admitted some sexual stuff, which I'm not aware of. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. We brought that up while we were in the pregame, I believe, unless that was recorded too. Yeah, in the pregame. Mm-hmm. It was uh, Paul McCartney and John Lennon dropped acid and then jerked off together. That's it. But they wanted them to get pregnant. <laughs> I mean, maybe in their acid trip. <laughs> the reason they found this out is because Paul came to while he was screaming inside John's rectum trying to find the baby. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you? No, I wouldn't, because I wouldn't do acid in the first place. The world is a fucked up enough place as it is. I don't need acid to make it worse. Acid wouldn't make it worse. It would just make you jerk off with Logan. That's it. <laughs> I think that would make the world worse. I think that would add to the entropy of the universe, just ever so slightly. Justin's lifeless body fell fast first onto the wheel, making the car horn go off. His car then careened off the highway and fell into the river below. Make way for new life, John shouted as he shot a couple of other cars. He then threw away the gun and it went through the windshield of Rebecca Black's car. Oh, they weren't kidding about the specific people dying in this story, were they? Yeah. Yeah, and as far as I know, Rebecca Black was just a kid being manipulated by a company. was never actually terrible, but that's fine. It's Friday, Friday, people getting killed on Friday. Well, I mean, it couldn't be said that her vocal talent wasn't exactly very good. Yeah, but like, she didn't write the song. But also, have you seen someone from a more recent work? It's actually quite good. I have not. I, she was a corporate tool at the time that song was recorded and did not deserve the backlash she got. Oh, definitely not. I mean, did you ever see the Thanksgiving song? <laughs> I don't think I wanted to experience that in my life, causing her to crash into a tree. Her car burst into flames. Apparently, it was a, it was a Pinto, killing her almost instantaneously. I get the joke. John shoved George away from the wheel and resumed driving. Hold on, George. We're almost there. He comforted, he comforted his spouse, who groaned in pain again. Grr. Luckily, they quickly reached the hospital, and John grabbed George and ran in. 
Bob Marley ran in after them, shooting off his guns like a madman. In the hospital? Make way for life, he exclaimed. Asterisk, 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 soon. Dot, 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 asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. Soon. Tonight, you. No, it's tonight, soon. (laughs) Soon, you. Tsunami what? Tsunami. What? Oh man, Tsunami would be great right now. George was lying in bed in the hospital with John by his bedside. Also with him was Ringo. <laughs> I was wondering when he would show up. George is pregnant. John got him pregnant. Ringo played the drums. Yeah. <laughs> there, there it is. Barely. If Ringo doesn't play drums during childbirth, I will be very upset with this pick. Unpopular musical opinion. I thought Ringo was the fine drummer for the Beatles. I think he did all he needed to do. No more, no less. Certainly no more. I have no opinions about the Beatles. His artwork, though. Mm. It's not like the Beatles' drum beats were, like, complex. No. (laughs) But I think that that was exactly what the Beatles needed. I don't think it called for Neil Peart level of playing. I'll I'll get into this on Naked Opinions. All right. Also with them was Ringo, dressed in a woman's nurse outfit. Ringo administered some painkills to George. They only dulled the pain a little. Ooh, George groaned. John held his hand as a sort of comforting gesture. Here's the thing why I don't respect Ringo in any way to perform, because that isn't a name for an iguana. That is not a person name. (laughs) Also, his name has two R's. It's very pretentious. Ringo Starr with two R's, really? Who are you trying oh, to fool? Wait, was that his real original name, or did he change it? Ringo Starr was born... Ringo Starman. Richard Starkey too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean, I guess I would have changed my name, too, honestly. Richard Starkey. Yep. <laughs> no, Richard Starkey too. It has to be two. As in the second? Well, it just says Richard Starkey and then I-I, so you could call him E as well. No, you can't pronounce that however you want. It's, yes, it's, I can. No, it's not. No. At least it wasn't Junior. He's a Starkey Junior. It's great because he is a knighted person, so he's Sir Richard Starkey. Sir Richard Starkey Junior. <laughs> Who sounds like a character from Lacey Town. Sir Richard Starkey the second. <laughs> could you use my? Could you use my real name, please? Sir Ringo Starr. This whole time I've been thinking about the Beatles cartoon. Oh, gosh. Like, this, in that context, would honestly be not that different from the usual nonsense. All right, next up is Val. For the FNF hosts, I've posted the reading order in our staff chat. I have to take care of something financially for the next few minutes, so I won't be able to talk. I know. He has to go pay off the authorities to not bust us for trafficking fanfics. I have to go pay reparations for making fun of Richard Starkey's name. (laughs) (laughs) He's fast, that one. Yep. You're right. I am. Oh. Okay. Hang on, Georgie. Holy shit. I heard that. <laughs> wow, that was loud. Damn. It's a lie. I'm actually really glad nobody was speaking during that. That was beautiful. It's Wicked Thunder right now. Okay. Uh, do, 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 do. Hang on, Georgie. Wait until the doctor gets here. Nurse, where's the doctor? John panic. Nurse Ringo was about to say something, but just then the doctor suddenly burst into the room. This doctor happened to be Paul. John and George traded worried glances amongst each other. Um, nurse, said John. Yes, giggled Nurse Ringo. Does the doctor know what he's doing? John questioned. Nurse Ringo gasped. Sir, this doctor is known for high precision hands. Uh, That's a good joke. Yeah. Hi, hello, he exclaimed. Dr. Paul walked over to the three of them and slipped some latex gloves onto his hands. Uh, it looks like he knows what he's doing, John chuckled nervously. Nervously? Yes. 
Ahem. Are we going to have a Sunday school discussion or are we going to have a baby? Why not both? Yeah. Yeah, why not both? And on top of that, go out and get yourself some Chinese food. Really, really good stuff. Like the stuff that costs $20 a plate. Oh, you mean like the dry shredded beef? Ooh. What is dry shredded beef? Dry shredded beef is when they take little slivers of shredded beef and then they bread it and deep fry it and they saute that with onions, carrots, and celery. Does sound pretty good. Yeah. Sounds very good. Steve. Yes. What happened to you leaving? Hmm? <laughs> what happened to you leaving? When are you leaving? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Would like to have a baby, please, John replied. Good. Well, let's be professional about it, all right? Okay, which one of you is pregnant? Dr. Paul inquired. He looked at John, then at Nurse Ringo, then finally at George, who raised his hand weakly. Me. He squeaked. Oh, squeaked. Oh, God! Oh, that's bad. <laughs> All right, then. Are you ready? Push! Ordered Dr. Paul. George started trying to push the babies out, and he squeezed John's hand tightly. Push, Georgie, push! Push, George! I know you can do it! George encouraged him. Ack! No, I can't! It hurts too much! It hurts! It hurts when I squeeze him! <laughs> John smacked George upside the head. Push, I tell you! He snapped. The surprise nurse, Ringo and Dr. Paul. Val, are you going to be the one yelling at me when you're giving birth, telling me to push? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Steve, you have to push too. It's a communal effort. Okay. I will push the food cart back and forth across the room. <laughs> See, what'll happen is Steve will just start playing Push Push Lady Lightning by Bang Camaro. And push then Val will be good. very, I very angry. I love that angry. song. What the hell is wrong with you? Read the sign, scolded Dr. Paul, who pointed to a nearby sign. John read it. It said, Maternity ward, please do not hit the pregnant people. Uh, I'm sorry, doctor. I didn't see the sign. John apologized. Dr. Paul glared at him and then refocused on George's condition. All right, let's try this again. This time in a civilized manner. Oh, wait. Civilized manner, he announced, glaring at John. I swear I didn't see the sign, John mumbled. I swear I didn't see the sign. Because he mumbled. Yeah. Dr. Paul rolled his eyes and then sighed in annoyance. Fine. Let's take him from the top. You push, instructed George. George started pushing again and John resumed holding his hand. Push, Georgie, push, he said softly before giving George a kiss. And kiss. Okay. Push, push. Come on, miss. Mrs. Yeah. Mrs. Lennon, give it. Let's have it. Let's have those babies. That's it. Push. Dr. Paul encouraged George. Nurse Ringo walked over to him. Um, doctor? He said quietly. Keep pushing! Dr. Paul told George, ignoring Nurse Ringo entirely. Nurse Ringo started poking Dr. Paul to get his attention. Not now, nurse. We can go have sex in the utility closet after the Lennons delivered and twins. Great! He said. Dr. Paul! Nurse Ringo said acely. What is it, nurse? I'm trying to deliver the Lennons' babies! Dr. Paul grumbled. Uh... I think you better see this. It's very important. Nurse Ringo whispered, showing the doctor his clipboard. Dr. Paul looked down at the clipboard and jumped a little in surprise. He had to study this a little more closely. Uh-oh. All right, take a break, you two. The nurse and I need to have a look at something real quickly. Dr. Paul announced before walking off with Nurse Ringo. Like in the middle of giving birth. <laughs> Just keep it clenched. Yeah. Fun story, my mom waited for my dad to show up from a hunting trip before giving birth to me. She was in labor, and then they're like, we're gonna go find dad. And then she's like, okay. And then I just waited, apparently, until my dad showed up. That's what Canadians do. They wait. 
That was very polite of you. Yes, and then my dad showed up, and my mom resumed labor, and she gave birth to me. <laughs> George gave John a worried look. I hope everything's all right. He mumbled. He's like, rrr, rrr, rrr. <laughs> he mumbles. <laughs> John hugged him and stroked its cheek. Don't you worry a bit, George. I'm sure everything's fine. He assured his spouse. Meanwhile, Doctor Paul and Nurse Ringo were studying an ultrasound of George's. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. See. Pretty serious. All right. Doctor Paul mumbled. So it's basically like people mumbling all the, half the time. I examined the ultrasound. Doctor, what's your prognosis? Asked Nurse Ringo. That bitch pregnant. <laughs> Who batted his eyelashes cutely. Prognosis. Prognosis. Hmm. You want a prognosis, huh? Doctor Paul replied. Well, yeah. He just asked. Nurse Ringo nodded and cuddled the doctor. Well, okay. Where do you want it? Mouth or arse? Both? Questioned Dr. Paul, ah, ha, ha. <laughs> who smacked Nurse Ringo's ass. Nurse Ringo let out a squeal and jumped. Doctor, not that kind of prognosis, he explained. That's a... Shit, I'm trying to think of a P word for fuck, but I can't think of one. Fuck spelled with a PH. A pound... It's <laughs> a poundosis. <laughs> he explained Dr. Paul's eyes widened and he blushed a little bit. Hi, right, who's next? Me. Ah! Sean is next. Sean is his name. Porn is his game. Ah, oh, glorious Jonathan. The master of porn, Sean... What's his last name? Lawler? Yeah. Sean Lawler. Sean <laughs> Lawler steps out, greeting his adoring public. Hark, hark, they say. And porn, porn, he says. Oh, prognosis. Ha <laughs> ha, prognosis. My mistake, nurse. I know exactly what you mean. All right, here it is. Now, pay attention, he instructed the nurse, who leaned in and listened intently. The doctor cleared his throat before speaking. <laughs> I'm afraid there's a complication with these babies. They have a couple of vision problems and slightly underdeveloped lungs. <laughs> They may not make it, he told the nurse. Nurse Ringo gasped and glanced over at George and John. Not the babies! Are you going to tell them? He asked worriedly. Dr. Paul sighed. Look at them. They want these children so bad, he said solemnly. No, we don't. Nurse Ringo looked over at the couple. John was cuddling George and squeezing his hand a bit. It's okay, George, baby. Oh, God, I came back at a really awkward time, didn't I? No, you didn't. You came back to the perfect time. Which is? Right now. Okay, great. Because there's nothing like right now. You're such a good motivational speaker. You just scream into my butt to find babies whenever you want. Ah, look! Babies! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Logan, I need a competing yelling into my colon sample. <laughs> okay, hang, hang on a second. <laughs> Look, you can't just throat sing his prostate into submission, Logan. You just can't do that. <laughs> yes, I can. You can't. I just, I proved it you can't. Val, do you want to try screaming into my butthole for babies, too? Sure. No, thank you. <laughs> I'd like to get off this ride, please. Jesus <laughs> Christ. The captions underneath Val's scream would be screaming in French. <laughs> uh, no, Sean, you know it would be screaming Frenchly. You know, you know what, Sean? <laughs> Don't scream for me. I'm not. I can't top Val's scream. <laughs> I mean, you can. I'm going to overlay all three together and remove the limiter and see how much it clips. We, we need to put the DBZ theme on it and just... <laughs> oh, 
Because he goes through like he does a different camera, but he screams at the same time. He's like, "That's right, Stevo." We've all watched Goku go Super Saiyan three many, many times. Stevo, I have ascended to beyond that of a normal mortal. Prepare your colon. Here I come. <laughs> John was cuddling George and squeezing his hand a bit. It's okay, George, baby. You're almost done. Any minute now, we'll be a mummy and daddy. He whispered. Not, not a mummy. Those are scary. It's a daddy and daddy. No, one's an Egyptian mummy and one is Steve-O daddy. Daddy, 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 daddy. George smiled tiredly and he and John shared a kiss. I can't break their hearts. I'm going to deliver the little bastards anyway. Dr. Paul s- stated heroically. Nurse Ringo sighed armorously, embracing the doctor in a hug. This hug soon turned into a kiss. That's a weird morph. Which was interrupted by John. Doctor, doctor, help him, doctor. He's hemorrhaging. Please help me, Dr. Dick. No, Dr. Dick. Don't be so quick, Dr. Dick. Do you know that's a real song, right? Yeah, it's by fucking Erotic, the greatest band to grace our ears. (laughs) You think I'm not hip to it? Fucking Brian listens to that shit every day, and I'm like, Brian, you're an American hero. All right, what are the (laughs) lyrics for Erotic, uh... Come on, please help me, Dr. Dick. I need your love. I feel so sick. I need a kick, and you're so big. Oh, doctor, please, deep, deep, deeper. Don't forget, there's also uh, Willie Use a Billy. Yeah. That's about using a condom. That's safe sex right there. Max, don't have sex with your ex. Max, don't have sex with your ex. It'll make your life complex and fancy. Cool and just relax. <laughs> yeah, because you'll be sitting there, you'll be like, man... Stop fucking this for a reason. Beautiful. Anyway, Steve, can I have a two terabyte hard drive? No. It decreased in price. It's now only three ninety nine ninety nine. That's too many 99s. No, Steve said he'll get it to me. We just got to finish. I'll finish oh, it. I said maybe. Don't you dare five-year-old Steve this. So if we go later than 1030, David can't get the hard drive? No, it's that he just gets the hard drive for free, but it's broken. Oh. <laughs> Hold on, I have to post a thing in the God chat. damn it! Alright, keep reading. Dr. Paul glanced over at him and George, who seemed to be in a lot of pain again, and then gazed into Nurse Ringo's cerulean blue eyes. At least they weren't fucking limpid. Nurse Ringo smiled back at him, and then Dr. Paul punched him in the face. Ow! Causing him to fall over onto the ground. I do! And the doctor then strutted back over to George and John, preparing to help them with their babies. Oh, that man is all horse. Nurse Ringo moaned before passing out on the floor. Meanwhile, George started trying to push the babies out again. That's it, push. Good, good. Oh, and one of the babies' heads is coming out, exclaimed the doctor. John rushed over to where Dr. Paul was standing so he could witness the birth of one of his baby twins. George let out a high-pitched shriek and pushed the baby out. I almost read that as Shrek. Dr. Paul grabbed the baby, cut its umbilical cord, and wrapped it in a blanket. The baby coughed a lot and blinked confusedly. The baby had John's hair and nose. He stole it. He, though it had George's hazel's eyes and thick eyebrows. Oh, what an adorable little thing. Is it a boy or a girl? Cooed John. <coughs> Dr. Paul checked the baby's gender and smiled. It's a baby boy. Congratulations, announced the doctor. John did the happy dance and cheered. Yay! Celebrate good times! Come, Come on! on. <laughs> 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 
bright got babies. Come on. <laughs> you got babies. You yeah. got babies. You got come babies. on. Don't come on, babies. I didn't say come on, babies. I just said you uh, got babies. Uh, <laughs> can I hold him? Yes. Yeah, you can. Two terabyte hard drive. Not at the moment. We need to get this baby to the NICU. Don't tell your wife this, because I don't want you to freak him out. But your babies have a few lung problems. Don't worry, though. Everything's under control. After a little while, the NICU will return them both to ye. Yes, Ringo! Informed the doctor. Nurse Ringo sat up. Yes, doctor? He questioned, smiling broadly. Take this baby to the NICU. The doctor ordered him. It's called the NICU. That stands for... Not intensive care unit. Yeah, whatever. You fuck. You'll be all right. Just fucking chill out. Just don't bleed all over my floor. Just don't bleed all over my floor, you fucking animal. Right away, doctor. Replied Nurse Ringo, who grabbed the baby boy and ran up to the NICU. John was worried. He hoped his babies would be all right. George screamed, presumably from the pain of his contractions. Oh! Only now, Mister Lennon, your wife needs your attention. Doctor Paul said to John. John ran back to George's side and started comforting him while the doctor prepared to deliver the other baby twin. George pushed one last time, and a second baby's head popped out. Dr. Paul gently yanked the tiny infant out of George. I don't know why, but in my head, it's just Logan's head that pops out and just immediately... It's like, oh, Steve, what were you <laughs> expecting? Someone else? No, no. He immediately starts screaming at me, just like he was trying to do to my butthole. Logan, do, do a baby screams. Wah, wah. Let me do what I sounded like as a baby. Oh, you mean like two years ago? Okay. All right. Well, this is uh, definitively anybody who's listening now. I apologize. I know you'll never listen to us ever again. They just want to be warned if there's a scream. But how does that help them live? Listen, Steve. All right. Here's what you do. All right. Go to the future. Find out no, what Steve, the screaming listen, is. Listen to me, Steve. You Steve. You Steve. <laughs> you Steve. Listen to me. All right. Here's what's happening. I'm going to say a thing and you play that before Logan screams. All right. Okay. Warning. Logan is about to scream really loudly. Please turn down your volumes now. Then leave three seconds of padding and then let them get on with their lives. I'm going to make him scream for 20 minutes. I can do it. Oh, that's great. You don't need to do it. Make it a Patreon perk. The 20 minute scream, Logan. No, that's Logan, can we make it a goal that for the Patreons, $200, and then we get, we get the Logan screaming show? It's a show that's only for patrons. It's just 20 minutes of you screaming. We have literally lost weekly. five people listening since you screamed, Logan. Please continue. I'll scream on your answering machine for $100. <laughs> I'll fucking do it for free. Just If you want me to record a voicemail and you're saying, just be like, hey, Dave, can you record a voicemail? I'd be like, hey, guys, this is David from Friday Night Fan Fiction. And I'm saying this person's unavailable for comment at the moment. Call back later and they'll return your call. Thanks, man. I'm drunk. No shit. I can tell. No, you can't. You can't tell. Dr. Paul gently yanked the tiny infant out of George. Yanked? Yeah. Yep. Just snatched that shit right out of there. He's like, ha ha! Cut the umbilical cord and wrapped the baby in another blanket. George panted tiredly. That was exhausting, he gasped. John snuggled against him and rubbed his belly. Yes, but now we have two cute little babies, he chuckled. George nodded. Yes, that we do. So the first baby was a little boy. What about this baby? He asked the doctor. It's a horrible monster. Just throw it away. You don't need it. 
Dr. Paul checked the gender of this baby, which happened to be a girl, unlike her twin, though the two babies look practically the same aside from a few differences. As the baby girl had longer eyelashes and more feminine features than the baby boy. And a vagina. <laughs> That'll happen. All right, gorgeous. And this will be the last one. I had another story lined up, but we are over time. What? Yes. But I didn't get to read my second one. You can read it during the intro to next week. You're crackling again. Yeah. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm so happy about this. Have you ever thought about not being cursed? <laughs> That's an F if I ever saw one. I'm trying to think to myself. It's a wonderful world. Well, no, today is the 30th anniversary of the premiere of a pup named Scooby-Doo. I don't normally do this, Dave, but it is 10.08. What about it? Uh, we have one more person who needs to read. Right, so make him fucking read. Get him working. Okay! Wait, no, David should fucking read last. No, I shouldn't. Fuck you. He has to read extra next week. Oh, okay, then fine. No, I gotta... Yeah, you see, I'll read extra next week, but then he'll have forgotten about it, and I won't have to do shit. I won't forget, Dave. Logan, please forget. I won't. Make sure you put, like, a sticky note. Dude, like, Logan, what about that time I tickled you inappropriately? It was great. That didn't happen. No, it did. Totally. That didn't happen. It's a goddamn baby girl, Dr. Paul announced. George's face lit up. Oh, a little girl, he squealed. John smiled approvingly at the tiny baby girl. Oh, uh, now, if you excuse me, I have to take this baby to the NICU immediately. I'll have her and her twin brother brought back to the two of ye right after we make sure they're all right. The doctor from Doctor Who informed the two new parents before running out of the room with the baby girl. George gave John a confused look. In ICU, why are they taking all babies there? Whoa! I'm also very bad at British accents. I don't know if you can tell. It's okay. So were the Beatles. <laughs> he asked forlornly. John really didn't want to tell George why the babies were going to the NICU, but he knew he had to. He let out a depressed sigh. <gasps> George, the babies have lung problems, but the doctor said that they'd most likely be fine after being given some medical attention. Don't ye worry one little bit, honey. Whoa, that, that almost devolved into just gibber mouth. <laughs> John assured him. George started crying hysterically and he buried his face into John's chest, staining his shirt with his tears. The poor babies! He whimpered. John facepalmed himself. Oh, Lord, he muttered. Uh, oh, oh, he muttered? Okay, it's gotta be... <laughs> Didn't mumble this time. Basically the same thing. Uh, asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. A few hours later, asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. Amazingly, George had cried for three straight hours. John had been trying to comfort him, but to no avail. Oh, it's all my fault. I should have ingested fish oil while I was pregnant like those books in pregnancy websites said. George sobbed. Shh, go down, George. I'm sure the babies are fine. John consoled him. George sniffled a little and gave John a kiss. You always so sweet, Jernikins. He purred, nuzzling closer to John. Jernikins. John smiled down at him and kissed him on the forehead. So are ye, George, he chuckled. At that very moment, Dr. Paul and Nurse Ringo returned to the room with the baby boy and baby girl in their arms. 
Dr. Paul had the baby boy, Nurse Ringo had the baby girl. I thought Dr. Paul was just carrying both of them in his arms, just like the stone tablet. I brought these two babies. Wait, so fucking Dr. Paul is Moses? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes. We killed Luigi <laughs> and turned him into these two babies. No! <laughs> the doctor and nurse were both smiling as they approached George and John. We managed to take care of the baby's lung problems, so they're fine now. They might have asthma later in life. <laughs> But for now, they're breathing fine and are quite healthy. We've also found a way to help aid the vision. See for yourselves. Dr. Paul explained happily as he handed the baby boy to John while Nurse Ringo handed the baby girl to George. The couple looked down at their two babies and saw that they were wearing the same kind of glasses as John. George giggled. See, joy kids, what did I tell you? They look just like you, he joked. The baby boy and girl made little cute baby noises. John chuckled happily. Ha ha ha. They may look quite a bit like me, love, but they have your beautiful eyes and your charming eyebrows, too. <laughs> he replied. Oh, Joykins, you're so sweet. George mused, giving John a smooch. John giggled like a pervert. <laughs> you good? No. You liquefying over there? Yes. What shall we name them? He asked his spouse. Name him Joni. George thought for a moment, pondering over the many names. Joni. Oh my god. That they could give to their children before he finally came to a decision. Joni. <laughs> How about we name our little boy Joni Wendell? Joni Wendell. What? And our little girl Gazelle Henrietta. Fucking, that's a weird name, but whatever. I have a better idea. Dump Chuck Treg Bortz. <laughs> what about? <laughs> what about Jonathan? Crantastic Mifflebam. No, nobody likes that one. Not even you, Dave. No, Crantastic Mifflebam is a great name. Isn't that the name of a fucking Fruitopia drink? You're a Fruitopia drink. Oh, man, that'd be great. Right? Gazelle and Jordan, sure, those are some nice names. John agreed. Gazelle and Jordan, as I'm pronouncing that right, Gazelle? Giselle. Giselle, uh... It's jizz and then the letter L. Gazelle is spelled with a Z and an A. Pronouncing it Giselle just makes me feel dirty. Yes. Dirty. David's just full on on this perv thing, isn't he? No, I'm I'm a more I'm normal moral I am a support normal. compass. <laughs> I'm a normal moral support compass. Dave's a normie. He admitted it. Ooh. Yeah, I'm not a furry at all. Fuck you guys. No, I'm the furry on this show now. No, you're not. You fucking don't take my title. No, he did admit to it earlier. So no, you haven't. You just wish you have. No, I'm gonna go post sixty million furry images and not safe for work. No, you won't. You don't have the fushlug. <laughs> what? Is that a Jewish slur? You probably. I'll take your word for it. Gazelle and Jordan snuggled against their parents and whined. Oh, you know, Nizringo, I must have performed this procedure a thousand times, but there's just something about the miracle of birth that always breaks me up, sniffled Dr. Paul, who was holding back tears. Oh, doctor, Nurse Ringo sighed. Snuggling. So what? Snug. There's no eye. Snug. Snuggly buggly is what he says. Snuggling against the doctor and giving him a peck on the cheek. Dr. Paul punched him in the face again as George and John cradled their new children. The end!
Hooray. We did it. Yeah. We read the stupid ass story about male pregnancy. That doesn't happen. We also have another Beatles story to read next week. Oh, good. Yay. I can't wait. My favorite band, the Beatles. <laughs> I don't like the Beatles, by the way. I think they're not that great. I respect what they did for music, but I'm not a fan. I respect what they did for the economy. <laughs> Listen, you know who fucking holds hands? The devil. Ooh. Thank you very much to Solix and Gorgeous for being on this episode. Hey. Yes, thank you for coming on and putting up with our bullshit. Yes. It's, it's usually worth it. Hey, it's always a pleasure. Eh, it was fun. Really? You thought it was fun? I'm sorry. One of you <laughs> had to... Because it's not like you're going anywhere out in this hurricane. It, it, it literally hasn't even started yet. Yes, become our captive audience. I got about 24 hours before I start getting hit hard. <laughs> Sir, you play your cards right. It'll be a lot sooner. <laughs> <laughs> Hi there. Thanks for listening to Friday Night Fan Fiction. Be sure to check out FridayNightFanFiction.com, where you can sign up to be a guest on the show, submit fan fictions for us to read, and join our Discord server to hang out with us. All backing music used in Friday Night Fan Fiction is available via Overclocked Remix at ocremix.org. Be sure to check them out for over 3,000 fan arrangements and 60 fan arrangement albums of free video game music. Ending credits music, Koopa Nova by Diodes. We hope you enjoyed listening to this, and we'll catch you next episode. And it seems they wanted us to... And it seems they... <coughs> <laughs>